what's up to all our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the group nation? You're currently tuning in to the Pro Top Podcast Live Stream, aka spoiler alert, episode 349, where we review the past week's comics as well as talk about fun pop culture topics for your listening and viewing pleasure. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Somebody one start fan. One step Cut. Take two. Owner of Yanni Destructu's Hero Complex, <laughs> located at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA, a rad ass shop for nerds of all shapes and all sizes. Sans jerky jerks who like to jerk about and be, well, jerky. Freaking jerks. This is the part where I write anything in the script and JD reads it. I like to move it, move it. He like to move it, move it. She like to move it, move it. We like to move it. it. Move it. With me this evening are people of which I am fond-ish. First up is Brian Lieb. Brian. Hey. If I were to compliment the cut of your jib. Ooh, thank you. Yes. Can you explain? Well, I, if, I, just well, said, I understand. If I were to, jeez. If I were to compliment the cut of your jib, could you mm-hmm. explain to me what a jib is and why it is so? Yes, I believe it is a sail that is used on sailing ships. It's a jib is a kind of a jib sail, and uh, you want those things cut right, right, in the right shape. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And maybe uh, sometimes they would do little fancy cuts, and a pirate or some other they'd sail up and be like. Ah. I'll like cut of your chip, you know, yeah, little abstract deals. <laughs> Probably not. I myself do like a chiseled jib. You like a chisel? You like it chiseled out of the cloth? I like a, <laughs> I, I like a soft, welcoming jib. Oh yeah, Just like a fluffy. Like a fluffy. wrap yourself up in a jib, jib. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, it. Well, yeah, clearly, obviously. Sure. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> also with us today is Len, the Bat Tribble. Hmm. Len, what was your favorite thing this past week that you read, watched, or listened to? Hmm, that's interesting. The, ah. My favorite thing this week that I watched, because I didn't read, a, I only read for the show. The favorite thing this I watched was uh, Vivo on Netflix, I believe. Uh, it was a new animated film. Um, with uh, um, what's his name? Loren- what's his name? Miranda, the guy, the the um, Lin Manuel Miranda. remember the L. Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, it's kind of it's a, it's a it's a fun movie. It was it was fun. It's a musical, so it it took some getting through, but I got through it. It was fun. Um, and what, it's all it about. Called? Vivo, V-I-V-O, and it's all about this um, this monkey-like character who has to deliver a song to this songstress in Miami, um, and it's all about the, the the Latin or Hispanic culture, and it's really cool. And what made the experience the um, most rewarding is because I sat and watched it with my daughter. Um, who was in town this weekend. So I really enjoyed it. Oh. Very cool. I'm going to try and see what? if I can... Uh, that's going to be a pain in the butt. Window? Hmm? Nah, that's going to be a pain in the butt. I was going to try and bring it up on the stream, on the... on The you know the, the trailer? The stream. Hmm. Nah, just a picture. Oh. Um, oh, all right. 
Uh, so uh, I want to check that out. I like Lin Manuel Miranda. Why are they only seeing me? I'm fine. Hello. <laughs> I'm far from up close. What you got in the background? Um, oh, all right. Oh, y'all can see my new um, my storm. Uh, oh, let's see your new storm. Oh, cool. Oh, Ooh. hey, Lynn. Yeah. Hey, Lynn. Yes. What happened? Do you know what happens to a toad when it gets hit by lightning? Same thing that happens to everybody when it gets nice. hit by lightning. I will stand up for that line. Everybody hates it, and I like that me, line. Me too. Yeah, I laughed out loud. I lulled before lulling was a thing. Ooh. I I laughed at that. I was like, "Oh, that's a great line. What a yeah. funny line!" Yeah. And then I came out of that movie, and everyone fucking hated that line. And I was like, hmm. "Yeah, I, that line I was stupid." I I liked it in hindsight. I don't know if it hit in the scene. That's the problem. Oh, I thought it was, the problem was is great. the problem is not the writing of the line. The problem is the delivery of the line. It was um. There was all kinds of shit going on, and there was like one of three jokes in the whole movie. It just, uh, in in context, it didn't land. But in hindsight, wait, I think it's awesome. Wait a minute! If you liked Storm, you're gonna love this. Ooh! It's show and oh, tell, if guys. If he takes down his pants to show us his silver pubes, I mean, if you like Storm, you <laughs> would like that or love it. I forget which one. <laughs> I, <laughs> wait, what is it? Where? I'm back. Nothing. Same thing. And, and I have, uh-huh. no, I have straight from the Mirror Mirror universe, mm. Yahora. Oh, very cool. Look at her. Wow. Where's her, where's her goatee? <laughs> so you I think put a goatee on, uh, Well, I would never put a goatee on the show, Nichols. Yeah, no. You can't see our goatee, dog. Oh. Let me ask this question. Does everybody here have at least one pop vinyl? Yes. Oh, yeah. I recently got my first ones, actually. Who is it? Uh, They are um, Aziraphale and Crowley from Good Omens, which I got from your store. And somebody gave me, actually, this predated that, but I didn't buy it myself, uh, Kit Cloud Kicker. From nice. Tailspin, nice uh, my friend oh, Ron nice. Pelleccio got this. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, hey, we're not done. We're not even done the intro yet. Let's oh. let's uh, <laughs> let me go back to my script. Let me flip this script. Ooh, what's this? Um, Doctor Doom. I, oh, wait, am I missing? Oh, the something? Iron Man, Doctor Doom. Oh, is that from your good friend Jadles? Ooh, what's this other one? Who is that? Oh, that's that's Goose. Or I'm sorry, Goose. Yeah, yeah, there, Goose. Goose? yeah. from the movie. Now here's Julian. my thing. Chewing the cartoon, Goose in the movie. No, I did not take them out of the box because these ones are special. Other ones at work, I have out of the box. What do you mean they're special? So are they never going to come out? Uh, of the box? This one, this one's a chase variant, so it may never come out of the box. And if something goes wrong, I'll sell it. A chase variant? Yeah. So like out of every 10 that they sell, there's one that's got like the actually the other one has the full tentacle monster. This one's just got a little bit of the tentacle on. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do have, I don't have it here anymore. I, in my office, I set up above my desk. Mm-hmm. Nice. The giant Galactus. The, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. And people walk into my office and they're like, what the, what the fuck is that? I was like, you don't know Galactus, the world devourer? The world he's been devourer. around for 60 years. I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> he's from the but, universe. And he's got a tiny, he's got like a tiny little silver, silver server. server right? Yeah. yeah. That, like that's, in the palm of that. his hand. Kind of I thing. literally have that hovering over my desk. That's cool. 
It's really Look at the tiny little silver surfer in there. That's really cool. It, it, goes into the, it goes into the palm of his hand, right? Yeah. Uh, cool. Hey, um, spoiler alert. It yeah. doesn't stay in the palm of his hand. It's actually uh-huh. the most frustrating fucking thing in the world. Uh-huh. Well, he's always trying to get free. Norrin Rad. Constantly you know? falls yeah. out. Constantly yeah. falls out. Because his head bobs forward and it just right. plops, plops. Right. See, that's there's one of no, the... There's no little peg where you can just... Oh, there's no little... There. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, see... Ah, who knew that Silver Surfer needed to be pegged? Well, when you know you're not going to, haha. But see, when you know you're not going to play with it, that's when you've got to like put that little glue stick on it and yeah. just. Or even like a bad idea. piece of tape, just to you know, it'll keep it. I could, I could DIY yeah. that shit and just yeah. kind of like take off the stand. Anyway, hi. Yeah. Last and gleefully <laughs> so. No, say hi, hi. dweeb. Dweeb. <laughs> anyway, thank you to everyone joining us on Facebook. Already there's more joining us than usual. Uh, I guess this was a good move uh, to Monday nights at 9 p.m. Thank you to everyone uh, joining us on live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. If you like what we're doing here, please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. The joy of doing this live is all of you hanging out in the chat, so pipe up if you feel so inclined, and we may comment live during the show. Before kicking off the show, we have an announcement to make. Oh, get rid of that. No, you don't. We're here we now. Are, we are, uh, this is our new time, pe- our, our new time <laughs> period. Um, uh, the, the, yeah, the announcement is, you may be wondering why you're here now instead of- Why you're watching set. us now. <laughs> yeah, 9.30. <laughs> um, this is going to be our new time slip, time- Slot. Slot. Oh, uh, yeah, it's time. A, our time, time dance slot. It's our new time stick. Time indentation. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Monday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, I'm I, I'm already enjoying it more. I feel yeah. much more relaxed. My son yeah. is not here crying in, uh, at you, uh, although I do kind of miss him. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that's that. Well, with that out of the way, I feel as though I should tell you a secret. That secret is we've got letters. We've got letters. We've got letters. Oh, we've got lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. We have one letter. Uh, and it's from Christopher St. Saucy Goodnight, who's actually in the chat with us now. Cool. Um, he, he's lost count of how many pop vinyls he has. Oh, also, Hal2814, longtime friend of the show. Good evening, spoiler alert, as I am on my way to work inside of my pool on instead, Sunday. Instead of my pool. Oh, instead of my pool on yeah. Sunday, when y'all usually, wait, you're usually <laughs> he works. in the pool? Maybe he works inside of the pool. I don't know what he does. Wait, no, he's, he is the person that is on his way to work now instead of the persons that are sleeping when we used to go live now. Exactly. Like, yeah, is what he's trying to say. Yeah. He has a pool also, which is pretty cool. Uh, oh, Christopher Goodnight also says, pops uh, that always fall over and pops whose legs are too thin and they bend under their own weight suck mm. i remember i had um i was really excited because there were action figures based on the bruce tim justice league unlimited television show <laughs> and i loved the design of the flash in that and when i saw the action figure i was wicked stoked so uh i picked one up i, I cracked it open and i put him on his little mm. little stand that he came with and my man my man barry allen uh his his Ankles were so thin that he he Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Um, if you if the, if anyone gets this reference, Don't. where like Ooh, his I ankles do. were just they just kind of bent him and he was just like this the whole time. Oh. About to leap into action. Yeah. 
you remember Michael Jackson when he used to do that? Like, cool smooth, criminal. smooth criminal was a, was yeah, a video. Yeah, man. Yes. That was yes. dope. Um, oh, is it just me or is JD kind of quiet? Uh, so I was, I was going to message you just Uh-oh. like instead of do this live. Are you using the mic on your desk or your AirPods? What's it picking up? Because you are a little tinny. Yeah, fuck. Uh, my mic says so, aggregate. Div- oh, is it not plugged in? Ooh, so what, plugged so in. while he while he's dealing with this, why don't you guys talk about what we're drinking tonight? Oh, okay. Who's got what? Who wants to go I first? Have, I have this pear cider. Um, it's a pear cider, twelve ounces, four point five alcohol by volume. Is that uh, so? We're gonna get you wasted. Oh, the ingredients: freshly pressed New York apples, oh, air <laughs> juice, and sulfites to protect the flavor. Glenn, what do you got? I've got Hello? Uh, 1800 right. margarita ready to serve peach flavor, Ooh. which is uh, very lovely that I'm, I'm sitting here enjoying. And uh, so is my house guest. She's over there enjoying it as well. Cool. Hi, house guest. Um, are you drinking it straight or are you cutting it with something? I'm drinking it straight. I'm drinking it. Nice. Um, uh, I'm starting out the evening with a Pinot Grigio, and then I've got a small cooler down here when this is gone in about five minutes. Filled with other things. Hmm. You do it so Am much. Am I sounding better? Oh yeah, you are sounding wonderful. Way wonderful. What are you drinking, JD? Stone and Key Cellars wild fermented cider with blood orange flavor from Montgomery Pill, Montgomeryville, PA. Wild orange cider. I I mean I think we were everyone's gone fruity tonight, which I think is kind of like mango pear. Cider, cider, wine. Yeah. Right. Just like Silver well, Surfer, we're longing to be pegged. That's true. Oh. Just, okay. Just Next. like Silver Surfer. My, my Bring co-host, it around. My Bring co-host, it around. My co-host on the Michelle Mission has made it, made it a running joke for the last year about how I only drink fruity drinks. And uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I don't care, well, dog. This is they're what I like. kind of the best drinks because they're fun well, they, colors and they taste good. You know, they're delightful. There is no shame yeah. whatsoever. However, they give the worst headaches because they dehydrate huge. Like all that sugar, just bleh. the worst hangovers are from fruity drinks. That's the only reason why I could only do so many. No. Personally, oh, so by the way, oh. letter a letter from Chris Christine Seltzer. Good night. Hey guys, I'm of two minds on the podcast, live cast switcheroo. On the one hand, I don't have to stay up late for me as I work nights on Sunday mornings to catch a glimpse of the live cast. On the other hand, I am going to be in Richmond, Virginia at the end of September. So I was going and I was going to get up early and take the long way home Sunday morning and swing through PA to surprise JD right before the recording. But there is no way I can stay out of town till Monday night around 11 or so. Sad face. Also, you wouldn't be be able to get into my store because it's closed. So if you were to show up, you you wouldn't be able to get in. Uh, Another good reason to switch to Monday nights. It's another good thing that has happened. That's true. I don't have people. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. Finally caught up on all of my comics and they are put away in their proper places. Excellent. I believe that deserves a round of applause as someone who I, has trouble doing all that. I work on that um, constantly. Yeah, right? On to geekier things. I've been binging Enterprise the last few weeks, usually mm. an episode or two in the mornings after work and several at once on my nights off. Mm. What an awful show. 
<laughs> it's it's overly sexualized, oh, yeah. and the characters are all kinds of assholes. The best thing about it was the theme song. It's clearly the worst show in the I've franchise. Got faith of the heart. Oh, yeah. Wait, it's is the that, worst song. Is that right? There's, word, the there's words to it. It's the only Star Trek yeah. show with yeah. words. What? To it. yeah. It's yeah. like a it's like a um a folksy pop country song yeah. about faith in the heart. But they show you like that. Yes. Is it anything like the Firefly theme song, which I also oh no, is also kind Firefly, of folksy. It, Firefly is aesthetically appropriate. Okay. It's a western right. show. It is a similar it's, sound kind of, yeah. but yeah, exactly. It makes more sense. Uh, it's clearly the worst show in the franchise, though. I've seen very little of TOS mm. and only three-fourths of Next Gen. Chris St. Saucy, good night. Excellent email. Thank you so much. Um, Chris, that's wonderful. I wonder Although which that's kind of neat that you're going you're gonna to swing by and say hi. We haven't met in person. Yeah. Um, um, I wonder which three-fourths of TNG, you know, the beginning or around or the end, um, where it is a lot better in my opinion. And also I'd like to comment about Enterprise real quick. It, yeah, it's probably my least favorite of the franchise. I agree. They did some cool stuff, but they made a lot of references to other shows. Season three, however, was very cool. Um, oh, season, three, season three, which is, that's the last season, right? No, second to last. That's the one where they're lost and they're looking yeah. with the Zindi and all that stuff. And it was like season a season long story. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. Uh-oh. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Christopher St. Saucy, good night. So Sundays, if you want to swing by to surprise us, is Noel's day. Noel works here on Sunday. So you can, you can swing by to surprise Noel. Uh, won't be there next week. Uh, won't be, oh, shit. <laughs> if you want to email so you us call, like Christopher you can call Rachel Noel if you want yeah Ray sure. will be here um, uh, oh yeah you can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com and uh, leave us wonderful voice or emails like Christopher St. Saucy does you should get on that and do that shit um, that's it we did it comics block coming up coming at you eat the rich number one from Boom Studios, written by Sarah Gailey, art by Roman Titov. 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 What unspeakable horror eats away at the heart of Crestfall Bluffs? With law school and her whole life ahead of her, Joey plans to summer with her boyfriend Aster in his seemingly perfect hometown of Crestfall Bluffs. It's a chance to finally meet Aster's family and childhood friends, all while enjoying a vacation with every need attended to by servants. But beneath the affluent perfection lies a dark, deadly rot. <laughs> Will Joey discover the truth before it's too late? And if she does, can she survive to tell the tale? I don't know. I don't know I, either one of I've those. only read the first issue. I want to find <laughs> out. I imagine that would be the denouement of the series. Mm. We'll find out eventually. I, I got to tell you, uh, oh, Kevin says, Love the, loving the late night energy. Me too, because cool. I have some. Uh, so uh, I was, had no idea what to expect from this book other than, oh, hey, Boom. I like some Boom stuff. Boom does um, something is killing the children. They do once in future. They do wind. They do a whole a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they're really, they're on the up and up is what I'm saying. And uh, that kind of gave me 
uh, a good a good feeling going in. I was like, it's boom. It'll probably be at least you know serviceable. And I was surprisingly uh, into this book. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got into it. I really enjoyed it. I think the art was a little bit um, mismatched with the story, but mm-hmm. it wasn't enough to pull me out of the story. Um, I was once I was in, I was in. I really enjoyed hanging out with this woman uh, who was dating this guy and she's going to see his family for the first time and all of the anxieties that go with that sort of class war. Uh, You know, she's poor and uh, his family is uh, stupid rich and, um, you know, offers to help the, the help. And even the help is like, gets sassy, like gets mad at her for trying to help the help. She's like, don't help the help. If you wanna, if you wanna fit in with these cats, do not help the help. Uh, you're only gonna make things worse. And, uh, and then, you know, some spooky shit happens. So I was, I was into, the, I was into the, the class conversation and I was into the spooky shit. I'm definitely gonna check out issue two. What did you think, Len? Um, yeah, I think, I agree with you. I think the art was a bit of a disconnect. Um, the art was interesting. Yet, I don't think that, again, I'm a big proponent on the storytelling. I don't know if the storytelling 100% sold the story or matched the tone that the story was trying to to have. Um, I thought there was like some story bits where the art kind of like failed it. It's, It's interesting. I've read similar plots like this, but um, it definitely has an interesting vibe to it. I don't think, to be honest, you know, we come across this all the time where the cover like doesn't match what's on the inside. And this cover, while being evocative, I don't think this cover actually sells it well. I know, I wasn't a fan of this cover. I think it's kind of like just a very boring, basic cover. From I love this cover. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I like the other one better. I don't know uh, what the, the other one is. Yeah. The, Frizz, the uh, Jenny Frizzen did one. Uh, of of her in her striped dress at the end and pearls kind of in shock it it showed off the um beach house aesthetic but horror it was actually really cool really really cool yeah but i mean ultimately you know this was it was a fun read it was more fun <laughs> than um <laughs> uh, puns sorry puns. sorry that was good i like that uh, but I mean, it it was it was all right. It was it was fun. It didn't it didn't really really draw me in. But I could, uh, and again, I think that's because they maybe the story and the art was maybe playing a little bit too cute with the mystery a little bit. Um, so I think they could have like you know really sick the sink the hooks into me a little bit more. If they weren't playing so cute with it. But uh, ultimately, I think it's something that people will. You know, I they, they'll enjoy it enough. So you know, and I definitely, I probably like you, JD. I would return to season two, uh, season two, episode, episode, issue two, <laughs> song two, title two, track two, um, track yeah, to see exactly, um, you know, to see where it goes, to see if it it, it gets a little better. No, it's interesting. It's cool. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, no, no. Uh, there's a there's a um, there's a horror movie from the mid '80s called Society by Brian Usna. Yeah, um, if anyone's familiar with that, it's um, it's a really weird movie where you you know something's gross and weird the whole time, yet nothing actually happens. Just a lot of innuendo until it culminates in like the largest, nastiest, 
body horror weirdness I've ever seen. And it earns that by being off-putting for an hour and a half before. I got those vibes with this. Um, Posit like in a positive way. Like uh, the, I felt her. So she's incredibly anxious in general. She's anxious about being like meeting all these people for the first time. She knows she does not belong to that class structure. And then also a reveal that he is now um, sober. Uh, well, air quotes sober. I think that might be a metaphor. Um, we'll learn later. Oh, but he's yeah, yeah. he's sober. So he's going back home for the first time to do this summer thing. And he's in a different frame of mind trying to, like, get her to just go along with it. You know, don't ask questions. It's fine. Just we'll be over soon. Don't worry. So this whole issue, the tension is mounting. And it was really, really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I liked that uncomfort. I will agree with the art. I didn't love it. Um, it's functional, but the eyebrows and the facial expressions and the body language almost feels um, too too cartoony, too, too le- like it's less expressive and more distracting. Right. It doesn't sell I, the tension that you yeah. want. Yeah, like the story points are selling the tension. I'm, I'm, it's, it's working on me. But then, like a rogue facial expression right. or hairline is off, and it just, it kind of, it ticked me out for a second. You know, like, yeah, yeah. and that's all you need. Yeah, Seconds but yeah, like I would, like this is a solid B minus when I, my expectations were nothing or a B, hmm? right? Like this was, this was pretty, this is pretty solid, and I'm glad it's a mini series. I want a tight, creepy story, not a new ongoing mm-hmm. where it's you're still learning the mysteries. It's yeah. interesting. The vibes you, you talked about, and I, I know we're going to go to B next, but I, I, I did want to mention this, that I immediately upon reading this and like the whole, you know, conversation that the, the couple was having on the way to this um, beach house. I immediately got vibes of, um, Jordan Peele's movie, get out. Yeah. Of yeah. 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 Of yeah. yeah, and, yeah, and my, my ahead, word, Jay. get out as well as um, ah, shoot. Um, Who's in it? What's it about? We'll do this together. We'll do uh, this together. Okay, so the okay, it's a couple of notes. This guy in the middle here, the dad, Bradley Whitford, definitely oh, get out. Yeah, yeah get, I, from, get, I thought, from get out. You reminded me of Bradley Whitford. He's a ripped um, Whitford. Yeah, ripped yeah. Whitford. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I thought of Get Out as Ripford. Well as, um, the movie, because the woman in here reminds me of um, some, what is Samara? Who, our protagonist? Samara Weaving. Yeah. Oh, uh, ready Samara or not? Samara Weaving. Ready or not? Ready or, yeah, not. Ready ready or, or not. not? Ready or not? Ready or not? On the right. Look at that woman on the right. That's Samara Weaving, right? I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, ready or not. It reminded me of the first half of that as well. Well, definitely, definitely with Freddy or not, especially in considering like some of the story beats. Yeah, as well. So I can definitely feel that. Of course, with uh, the tongue is not firmly placed in the cheek. No, uh, no not at all. This um, I could see this going so many different like it could be supernatural. It could be straight horror. Yeah. It could be like this is a really, really good cold open. Uh, so I like the art, actually. I like this kind of indie comic art style. You know, it's just like a, a style of art that I like for uh, this kind of story. Um, I felt 
it was cool. I felt it was a little disconnected. I wanted just a little bit more something, you know, to to kick it off. Something maybe is it a little more to go on or just uh, a couple of more pages or whatever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a little disparate. Um, although, you know, over, uh, it was good. Uh, like Len said, it's not, it's not something that I haven't seen before. Like I saw what was coming, uh, from the start, but, um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't know what, <laughs> say it again. Are you having trouble hearing me? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, What's happening? I'm sorry. I looked down. I'm sorry. Apologize. It was all, it was all visual. visual. Don't worry about you it. You missed everything. <laughs> um, I like this guy's shirt too. The Bradley Whitford JD thinks looking guy with uh, he's got like a that's a way to sentence a form. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I formed it. Um, all right. Well, let's move on right. to. Please. Kang the Conqueror, number one, from Marvel Comics, written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, with art by Carlos Magno. The origin of Kang. The man called Kang the Conqueror has been a pharaoh, a villain, a warlord of the spaceways, and even, on rare occasions, a hero. Shatner. Across all timelines, one fact seemed absolute. Time means nothing to Kang the Conqueror, but the truth is more complex. Kang is caught in an endless cycle of creation and destruction dictated by time and previously unseen by any but the Conqueror himself. A cycle that could finally explain the enigma that is Kang, and a cycle that begins and ends with an old and broken Kang sending his younger self down a dark path. Now, I, if you've been hanging out with us for the past 10 years of this, I've been doing this podcast, you probably know I'm a time travel guy. I really like time travel stories, alternate dimensions, all sorts of stuff, what have you, ballyhoo. And so I thought Kang the Conqueror, he seems like a guy who'd be right up my alley. Uh, time travel and whatnots, and like he's been time traveling so long that he actually has different identities, and I thought that was neat. Uh, but I have yet to read an, an issue of Kang, or, or I guess a storyline involving Kang, that really sucked me in and made me a fan of Kang other than maybe the end of Loki, I guess the TV show. What about uh, young, Avengers? Remains... young, young Avengers? Young Avenger. Yeah. yeah you young Avengers where Lad? he was Iron Lad. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, but other than that, like he has a villain hmm. in his dumbass costume. Like I've never Ooh. cared about this guy. Dumbass so costume. Thought, dumbass costume. With that blue mask. Oh, so cool. Uh, so... And so I thought, here it is. Here's a modern story, right hot off the heels of Loki. They're going to give us a Kang the Conqueror miniseries. This is going to be the one. Hot diggity damn. Stoked. Uh, I didn't care. Uh, I read this whole thing, and I, I started off like, oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I didn't I didn't care. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry. But why I know, didn't Brian, you care? Why didn't I care? Because I just wasn't interested. Um uh, hey, I'm old Kang, and I'm going to get my young Kang, and I'm going to teach him how to be old Kang. And I was like, oh, all right. Nothing really, nothing new. There was nothing new or entirely interesting to me. I've, I feel like I've seen this story in time travel stories before. Mm-hmm. So, really? I don't know. This is a, 
I'm not sure that I have seen this exact, you know, like a older version goes back to change the younger version's past, but with the idea that it's like, uh, mm-hmm. there is no paradox for Kang, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, other than the no consequence of a paradox, Looper did it. I, I, dude, I was mm-hmm. sitting here saying yeah. uh, Looper. I love Looper. I, Looper. I love Looper. Oh, Looper is awesome. Yeah. Looper's great. Um, I, I felt similar. I was kinder to this, but I felt similarly to you, JD. I, it's, um, it's a bucket of fine. I think it's overwritten. Um, yes. 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 I, I it's, agree. um, I, there is a fine line or, or a, a very subtle balance between a time travel being cool and complex and then immediately being convoluted and overburdening the story. And oh, I don't know which this falls on yet. Cause I don't, I, I can, I, I like complication. I like complexity, but I don't like having a flow chart to figure out who's talking where, you know what I mean? And this almost feels like it's going to get there because scene transitions were nothing in this. It was literally just barrel out the gate running. Right. What do you, wait, what do you mean? Scene transitions. So he goes and gets the kid, explains mm-hmm. a thousand things to the kid. And then immediately it's the kid living for however long in that place. And then he kills everybody. And then they go on adventures and it's just a bunch of splash pages. Like it, it was, it was a breakneck pace and it oh, yeah, didn't yeah. serve the story very well from my perspective, mm-hmm. all cool things. But when you jam them all together, it just starts becoming noise. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, one of the bigger snags of having like a, a time travel story like this. You know where it's going. So because you know where it's, as in he's going to be the Kang, who is the Kang, they're all Kangs and a young Kang and an old Kang. And, and he is everywhere and anywhere at all times. So he's pervious to paradoxes. So we know that's the end. So in order to get past that, you focus on the characters and where they are, not just the mechanics of what you are that where you want them to be. Do you know what I mean? And I, I don't think this hit it. Uh, another thing that I think just, just occurred to me as to why I didn't, I didn't connect emotionally is we meet young Kang. What's his name? Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Whoa. Is he? So someone explain to me what relation he has to the Richards is. He is He's a, probably descended from Reed Richards and Dad. or Dr. Doom. Oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Um, but we're talking we like five hundred generations. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we meet him, and he's like, "I'm bored." Yeah, that's his big. That's his big problem. I'm bored. I want to figure out stuff to do with time travel because I'm bored. Well, I think you know it's like I, a, which I never really agree with, but the like trope in sci-fi, which has been inherent to Kang for a long time, is the like everything was great in my life and it was a utopia and there was nothing left to do. So I'm going to go back and it is, some stuff. it is awful critique to say what you would have done or what you would have wanted instead of what's in front of you. But I can't help but think I would have loved just one issue of young Kang and his apathy or trying mm-hmm. to get over his apathy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the reveal at the end or the last third of this book is 
older Kang coming and fucking all that up. Yeah. So like that, at least it gives me an ordinary world and I can understand where this kid now feels like he is in hot water. Yeah, that'd be cool. As opposed to just, yeah. you know, yeah. but now I must, I must disagree for myself personally. I love convoluted. Well, they're not, they're not convoluted. I don't think of them as convoluted, but time travel stories like there is no line of temporal mechanics. And if this thing happens, then it changes this. And if this is, then it was always that way. But sometimes it was never that way. I love it. Like I was just get into it. Um, so uh, that is not like a criteria that I would ever that I would ever even think about accepting that positive. Um, I also really like Kang. Like time travel is definitely up my up my alley, and I've always been into Kang. Um, I think as mentioned on the last show. Um, so I enjoyed it, and I'm also not 100 percent sure how this will end up because is this Iron Lad, or will he become Kang later? Um, or is he one of the other, you know, multiversal Kangs? Or because that's the thing with Kang too. There's the Council of Cross Time Kangs, which is also very cool. Um, and uh, so I enjoyed it. I'll tell you what. Science-wise, though, I feel I must point out um, there are people living with dinosaurs, right? And I was like, eh, come on. But he does make mention. Oh, it shouldn't be there. However, at the end, he travels forward. And he's like, because of the heat, I wondered if this was the heat death of the universe. That is not what the heat death of the universe is. The heat death of the universe is there's no heat. It's all energy is done. It's called the big freeze, like entropy has consumed everything. So if he got there and it was really hot, it was not the heat death of the universe. And it wasn't. It was Egypt. And we're headed to uh, Ramatut, which I'm excited about, too. Okay. I I like I I appreciate I appreciate the like uh, wanting the the mechanics, but I don't know. There's a for me there's a tipping point when you when it just becomes a textbook at that. Like I'm reading an outline. Um, outlines yeah, well, are fun. I mean, like the, but, the I mean, I also do like that kind of thing sometimes. But um, <laughs> you know, the like <laughs> when time travel so like whenever characters in a show are like time travel gives me a headache. I'm like, why? <laughs> it was like what just. <laughs> When it changes, it was always that way, or whatever it is. You know, I just like thinking in those about those things. Ditto. Um, yeah. You know, you know what? Another thing that has kind of annoyed me was, uh, is he takes Kang's outfit. Uh-huh. And he goes, "I brought in the waist and hemmed the soldier the shoulders to fit my smaller frame." That was unnecessary. How, How the <laughs> fuck did you do that? With what? I assumed it was in the outfit it? already, right? Like he, it's a, it's an advanced outfit, kind of. It's a got te- yeah. tech in it and what have you. Like but I can yeah. understand if it was the Back to the Future two, where like everything just automatically fits you once you put it on. Yeah. Like I That's brought in the waist and hemmed the the shoulders. What? <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. I like I like reviewing comic books after Brian because cool. sometimes these, you know, effervescent self can actually talk me into oh very cool <laughs> thank you <laughs> but this time <laughs> and this is not one of them this is not one of them oh, um, yeah. <laughs> this is I mean, and, and this is actually a point where you actually made me like this even less oh, no. because you brought up the whole 
Council of Kang, which was well, not even in this comic. <laughs> no, but you reminded me about how, oh, I can see wh- which way this is kind of going because I got a <laughs> feeling the Council of Kang is going to come up in this. And now, now Marvel, almost every character has their own council. There's a council yeah. of there's a council of uh, ghost riders. You know, I mean, come on, man. Like, Doctor Strange, I believe. This was so unnecessary, so boring, so overwritten, as as um, I think Noel po- pointed out. The art is good, um, but in that it's a waste because it's it's uh, this is so boring it's i've read this story before yes see looper see and and i'm sure if i you know flex my brain for a minute i could probably pull about two or three comic books that have also kind of delved along the same storyline structure first one that comes to my mind loosely is tom strong but you know that you could go deeper deeper into the uh, marvel and dc wells than that because that's Wildstorm. i i just i didn't care i don't care and as much as like jd i love seeing kang at the end of loki i'm all for okay well if y'all can somehow retcon Nick Fury to look like Samuel Jackson. Well, let's retcon Kang to look oh, like the yeah. Majors. All right, let's do something so easy with, too because it's just like Kang. a different reality. <laughs> because I'm so tired of all of the descendants of the Richards turning into all of the mega people in the freaking Marvel universe. I don't need Franklin Richards being Galactus, and I don't need Nathaniel Richards. Being eventually this this motherfucking too far, whatever too far. You're besmirching the history of the Marvel universe's narrative structure. I am besmirching that big ass (laughs) treasury doorstop that you have. Yes, you want me to get you you another one? Is that what? That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. You know, I I do have three doors in here. So if you want to give me another door, I I would appreciate that. Thank you. Great. There's multiple covers. (laughs) There's three. Now, you don't think he's going to be a descendant of uh, either Richards or Doom in the MCU? Because remember, Fantastic Four is about to be a movie, too. And I don't need that either. I'm upset that he doesn't have a blue face. I always thought I didn't realize it was a mask because it's very expressive, you know. And then when I learned it was a mask, I was like, "Eh, that's not as cool. Everything is nanotechnology. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Looking forward to that. You and I are looking forward to what is We're talking about Killer Queens, number one Ooh. from Dark Horse Comics, written by David Booer, uh, art by Claudia Balboni. Meet Max and Alex, reformed intergalactic assassins for hire, on the run, also super gay. Their former boss, a fluffy monkey with a jetpack, is hot on their tail to take back his stolen ship. They gotta eat. So they take a mission from Alex's old flame. Your standard no-kill, casualty-free kidnapping, recovery from a nearby moon. Only complication. Half the moon is ruled by a fascist dictator hostile to foreigners. They're the killer queens. So what could possibly go wrong? Uh, this uh, this is another one. Oh, you didn't like it? Who oh, you didn't it? like was it? That, was that Lynn? No, no. She go after Mila. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought it was cute. Um, 
Who just who just sighed with exasperation? Who was it was it? me. It wasn't exasperation. It was just like a mild disappointment that you guys didn't like it as much as I did. I was oh, just saying I, I liked it. I haven't said anything oh, yet. okay. Cool. No, cool. you what? said you said it was fine. Yeah, and that's it was cold fine. For you. That's that's not you liked it. No, and you no, mean no, like physically not, attractive? Yeah, yeah, yeah he fine. <laughs> Point. Um, no, I actually thought it was quite charming. Um, oh, cool. Uh, I guess I guess fine. It does sound negative. Um, yeah. No, uh, I actually liked it more than I thought I was because I wasn't really interested in reading it. Um, just flipping through it, the art didn't really appeal to me. Um, but I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cute. Uh, the the characters um, were I thought I thought were pretty charming, um, and uh, it just felt like Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. So mm-hmm. can't hate on that. Um, just you know, gayer, which is cool. Um, Mo- movie Guardians, though, not. Like, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Comic Guardians, yeah. Um, it definitely had some humor to it. It was very lighthearted. Um, um, yeah, I thought it was cute. I don't know if I'm in, uh, particularly interested in continuing reading it unless I hear some really good things down the line. Um, but this first issue, I got closed and I was like, oh, that was fun. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, well, um, I appreciated the um, the kind of. Barbarella, Flash Gordon, kind of sexploitative spin to it. The like the '60s version of sci-fi aesthetic, I really, really, really liked. Right, and the and the story, I just was cool with. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was, um, it was, but but I think it was intentional. I think it was an in- intentionally by the numbers. Like that's what kind of that's what these stories kind of are, right? Like heists gone wrong or attractive people doing sexy things in colorful space. Like it, it, it felt like a, it felt like a sixties movie with a low budget, except your main characters are, are queer, mm. which is cool. Um, I don't like I don't know if that's enough to keep me on the book though. Right. Like I appreciated it more than I enjoyed it. If that makes sense, like it was just, it was just cool. It was fine. Yeah, you appreciate yeah. the attempt, and I appreciate the attempt of it as well. I, I get the '60s kind of vibe to it. They, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, kind of mixed with a little bit of the swashbuckling Buck Rogers mm. '40s type mm. of vibe as well. I dig that. Um, I don't, and I dig that. It's just, it's unabashedly what it is. You know, being set in this set in this universe that definitely um, promotes, you know, um, um, the sexuality that it, it that it is promoting. What the disconnect for me is that again, I'm an art person, and I don't think the art sells it at all i think the art does more more often than not in this story does the story a disservice there's time where it it serves it okay and then it's just a matter of whether or not you like the artwork itself or not but then there but they're more often than not the art doesn't serve to tell the, a story there's a time there's a, a moment where like this monkey character comes into play in the in in the book and it just comes completely out of the blue but not in out of the blue in the type of way where it is like aha is like as <laughs> out of the blue is like where the fuck did he come from like it made no sense right um story-wise within the universe that in which they had set up and that's where the disconnect was for me and took me out of 
this story. I wanted to enjoy it more. And I just think that they had a stronger artist with a different style and and more to the point, um, better storytelling technique than I might have enjoyed this that much better. Can can you go a couple pages, uh, JD? There's one sequence that I actually laughed out loud, which doesn't really happen in comics that much. I like that. <laughs> it's when they it's when they when they cut the audio of uh, Fluffy Monkey. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that, that was, was funny too. Yeah, it was. But like the even though it was the joke was revealed in one page, the the page layout with this was just fantastic. Like, did you? Right. He's cutting the he's cutting the yeah. sound. There it is. And then he asks the question, did you cut my sound? And he gives a thumbs up and it's this. But it's all in one page. The reveal is already there. But just the way that it's paced out is great. There's there's moments like this that shine. But but overall, it was just it was just like a C plus B minus. Like it was just fine. Like I I I think think I I wanted it more. I think it was definitely one of the ones that I enjoyed the most um, this week. Yeah. I really liked the classic sci-fi style and that was a large portion of, of what I liked about it. Um, It was, it was very enjoyable and I like the art a lot. Um, Let's see. I, there, there was one time where I thought I couldn't figure out what was going on. You know, they're like, there's no man. Well, almost none. And then the women are pulling this guy away and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm not really interested. And then in the next panel, he's there with like three men. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I thought you said there were almost no, <laughs> there were almost no almost. men. Like what's they're going all, on? They're I guess. all slaves. They're all. Yeah. Slaves. yeah. Uh, I guess so. But I don't know. I thought that that could have been. Just it could, it could have been told a little more. bit better. Yeah. Story yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Out of the blue. Right. You're right. Um, yeah, I had to like I went over it a couple of times. I'm like, it? like the other people weren't men, right? And then he he was disappointed, but now he's not, you know, because he's found the men. But but right, where they come from? Um, so yeah, I love the I love the storytelling style, and I love the classic sci-fi or the um, I mean the art style, and uh, I love the classic sci-fi feel of it. I definitely would continue reading. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, reading that you know we're here to review these comic books. And don't, you know, settle on our word for it. Go check out Killer Queens for yourself. But I also invite you, and this is a book that we're not going to cover, but you can check out on the Cold Pop um, on YouTube because there is, I believe, a Thunder Round about this. Thunder Round. Swashbuckling, Flash, Gordon type of vibe that this comic book definitely evokes, then I invite you to check out Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow because that Ooh. is a comic book that yeah. in the feel of the, of the writing as well as in the beauty of the art combined to give you the, the perfect um, homage to the Alex Raymond Flash Gordon comic strips of old and is something to behold. Yeah. I haven't read this yet, but yeah, I've really been enjoying it. What makes it, what elevates it is that he's like the creative team on that book that is not this book um, is treating the genre and the topic in a literary fashion. Mm -hmm. So it's all swashbuckly tropes hmm. but the story is being told in the from the future in a literary fashion by a side character so it's very prose heavy 
yeah. but it's not overwritten. Right. It's just, yeah. They it reminds me also of um, the Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Um, it has that kind of like original sci-fi feel. And the art yeah, I, Super, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is absolutely gorgeous. JD mm-hmm. is showing you some of the Bill Kiss, Bill Kiss right Evely, man. Yeah. It is absolutely gorgeous. You so, know, she's uh, got a sword. I think that is a lot of what yeah, I like that kind of sci-fi where they they combine science fiction with that um it, you know, like the Martian Chronicles where they're they're like a sword and tech kind of thing. I didn't so so we don't always talk about like full series. I didn't know that you guys were still reading oh, yeah. uh Wonder Woman or Supergirl. I we will cover issue four if you'd like to because I that, that is on my side. So you had like Brian, you'd mentioned this was one of the best things you read this week. None of the books we're talking about today were any of the best things I read this week. Yeah, I've only read stuff for the show. Supergirl is is there, ready for me. But it might be from last week. Was that this week or last week? Oh, Dune. Yeah, Dune has a very cool sort of sci-fi mysticism, uh, expansive wasteland kind of thing. Yeah, true. The Chris Knives. Daggers and Tanks, as Rob Page. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, that movie's coming out. I'm very excited about it. The uh, Dune well, one. Hey, real quick. One. Oh. Just real quick, real quick, because I saw Rob Haiti in the in the in the chat um what's up rob and um i don't know if we've really covered it i'm not going to put it put all his business out there right now but i just want to say rob i'm it's uh it's cool to hear from you man because i know you know you've had some some you know some some health stuff recently and i know you've been in the chat but i just want to let you know man that every time i see you in the chat it is always a pleasure man because you just dope and i'm not just like knowing that you're doing well bro Hmm. that's also, you can find him on TikTok, where he does um, Ask a ask, Boomer. Ask a Gen X. Ask yeah. a Gen X, that's what it is. Yeah. Sorry for making you older than you are, Boomer. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean, a TikTok? I mean, a KitKat? That's like a Twix. Yeah. It's a Twix, bro. Yeah. A Twix, Twix. Uh, oh, all right. Is that the one that's the commercial, left or right? Yeah, I never cared for those, <laughs> those left or right commercials. I, I like, like those commercials. You like, I like those? those? I like the commercials mostly because um, through just happenstance one day, I met one of the actors in it. So I like, I That's just cool. love seeing that she, you know, hmm. get checks, you yeah. know. Oh, real quick, because, all right, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Because one of my dearest, dearest, dearest friends, Tamika Simpkins, uh, out there doing big time work in Hollywood and in the in, in, in uh, California, working working actress, just announced this week that she is one of the voices. I don't think she's one of the main voices, but she's on there a lot in the new Avengers game. I think War of Wakanda. Cool. Oh, like uh, really cool. So, yo, shout out to Tamika. What's up? Do that, girl. Do that, girl. That's awesome. I see you, baby. What right. love? Yeah. Right. That's awesome. That's real. Do you know cool. who she? Do you know who she is? No, 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 I think she's doing like multiple voices on there. But, um, but she, she, like, she's doing, you know, she's doing big work. I'm so proud of her. That's cool. Nice. Um, hey, if you want to help out the show, you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. You can throw us some money. It'll help us buy Brian headphones because he loses them. Um, Two pants ready to go. See. Nice. 
Uh, or if you don't have any money, because many of us don't, you can just like, comment, subscribe, share, do all the things. Right home, right? You know, you're probably at, at sleepaway camp right now. You're probably drafting a, a, a letter to your mother and your father. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Check out the Cold Pop podcast. Just put up, just, just plug us right in there. Um, what else? Um, anything else? No. Yeah, if only there were notes for me to look at. Hmm. Oh, you can like and follow us on Facebook. We stream there as well. If you go to Facebook uh, backslash Colts Pop Podcasts. And, uh, oh, you can go to jdzerocomplex.shop. I've got like four comics up there that you could buy. Uh, I would say go to johnnydestructo.com, which is actually my Etsy store. And you can buy um, custom T-shirts and stickers and art prints that I do. What about t-shirts that are uh, not custom, just like ready-made? Ready-made. Who's yeah, from a too. variety of designs. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That's right. Um, let's see. Oh, Kevin says Wakanda forever. Oh, very good. Uh, let's see. Is that it? All right. End promo block. Wonderful. Let's go back to the comics. Second chance is number one from Image Comics, written by Ricky Mammon. Mamone. Mamone. And art by Max Bertolini. Second Chances Hotline. Call now and get a new identity. All you need is some cash, a proper referral, and a very good reason to start over. When LeBlanc, the man behind the hotline, is approached by a shady figure from his past, he's forced to accept a new client who doesn't meet any of the requirements. A client with chemically induced amnesia in desperate need of protection. This is a brand new comic that came out this past Wednesday. I didn't read a single word of it. Who did and who wants to talk about it? Noel. Um, I read it. Uh, and it is a, it was decent. Um, it's a little frenetic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's better than bad. Uh, it's a little frenetic. Uh, it's a little chaotic, but I, I don't know if that's a bad thing. That's probably a feature than a bug. It's in black and white. It's very noir. Um, it looks wet in a good way. Um, the, the, <laughs> yeah. You know, like everything, all, all the streets have puddles, you know, like it just looks wet. Um, I like, yeah, it's just, it's soaking. This book Ooh, is soaking, drenched, oh, here, drenched, neon and wet. Even though there's no color. So the fact that it could evoke those feelings with no colorists. Love it. The title is actually neon. I mean, it's made yeah. to look like a neon sign. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, so I love the pre the premise was great. I like the main character. His uh, There's a level of, of apathy that he has that is like kind of uh, charming, if that makes sense. Um, I don't love how the book is structured. It tries to be a little too cute. They yeah. jump forward in time a little bit. It didn't throw me off, but it it's not I don't think it works as well as the writer wanted it to. Right, right. Um, but it doesn't it's, book. it's a very good looking book. Um very, yeah, it's gorgeous. Th there's there is so much more going for this than against it. I think this would end up being a really, really solid this is one of those books that everyone's gonna sleep on. It's gonna be a great collection, and then it'll get really, really popular in 10 years when it's optioned for a movie. Oh, it won't like be this, more in one year. Already. Yeah. This is a fully realized kind of yeah. plot and world. And it's, it's nice to be in. I just, there was a couple of story choices or more like 
structure choices that I, I was just like, no, nah, you didn't have to do that. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, too cute by by an inch or just a, too cute by half. Yeah. Yeah. Who here has seen uh, Spider-Man 2 and 3, the Sam Raimi? I saw those movies. Everyone? Yeah. Reds? 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 Oh, God. Doesn't that look like the, the landlord of Peter's building? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember Wait, that. Yeah, that guy was awesome. I love that actor. You know, you know what he kind of... anything else. <laughs> One of your favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I agree. The... I think it looks really good. In fact, it the black and white, especially the page where you see the lawyer that this guy works for, remind me of the black and white. I think that down there at the bottom panel. Yeah. Uh, remind like me hunting. of. Oh, okay. I was, I was thinking. I read a bunch of the old Batman stories, though. Like I think Neil Adams, uh, Jenny O'Neill Batman stories that. Um, it came in these like black and white reprints. One of them was the man bat. One of them was the, the wolf guy that was adapted into the Batman, the animated series, the wolf, uh, bat. the wolf bat. It was bat wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was mostly wolves and bats. Jack uh, Terrier. <laughs> Jack Terrier bat. Yeah. yeah. Jack Terrier was his civilian name. <laughs> <laughs> Werewolf by, well, I mean, I wait now that's not a joke. That's werewolf by knife's, Werewolf oh, by really? Night. Yeah, Wait, oh, I didn't know that. His name is Jack Terry. Jack, Jack Terry. Oh, no, no, no. Werewolf by Night is. Is I thought it was Jameson's son. No, um, no, no that's 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 Man Wolf. Man Wolf. Wolf Man Man Wolf. Fuck is wrong with you, Wolf Man? Man Wolf. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna look it up. It's Werewolf right. by Night. I'm almost positive it was Jack Terrier. Jack Terrier. Oh, so talking? I I agree yeah. that the um, Jack it, Russell. Ah, oh, damn it. Still. Yeah, I didn't think it was Jack Terry. I knew it was on the nose, but I didn't think it was Jack yeah. Terry. <laughs> I mean, that is another, right. do- another dog breed, right? Jack oh, Russell right. Terrier well, or something like that. So, Thematically, yeah. I wasn't off base. Yeah. No. I just was wrong. Uh, well, so that's good because that means that Jack Terrier is still available well, is for our Batwolf character. Jack Terrier is a DC character. He's a henchman yeah. in Batman. Yeah, we've been through this. Yeah. So, um, oh, it's Johnny I, I, Golden Retriever. <laughs> Johnny Golden Retriever. <laughs> Stevie Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a Gotham gang, you know, like the henchfolk <laughs> of a Gotham villain. Um, I agree. I, I felt like Dog it face. was a little all over. That's more of a Dick Tracy. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was a little too disconnected. Like I said about Eat the Rich, I think this even more. I liked it and I enjoyed reading it, but I was like, it felt just a little bit more, or maybe just that one scene where he explains what's going on. If that was, you know, some other story point instead or, or whatever. And when I say what's going on about how he does the second chances thing, um, I'm intrigued though, to see what's happening. Yeah. It just felt like a little flashing around in not quite a good way. So, yeah, but I'd, I'd check out issues two and maybe even two and three. I think this was a beautiful comic book. I do think, like Noel said, there are times where the black and white hurts it a little bit in like kind of like from the as the scenes change a little bit. So where color might have allowed you to really. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the background or flashbacks and stuff like that. Um, 
but ultimately it is a gorgeous comic book i think that it is like Noel said also i think maybe playing maybe a a little bit too cute with the structure and maybe Mm -hmm. just because of his black and white maybe like tone it down a little bit to make it a little bit more manageable as far as uh, from a reading perspective that being said I think it was buckets of fun and I, I enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't, I did get lose some of the story beats um, sometimes and it was a little challenging uh, uh, from a reading aspect and the main character does disappear from the comic book for a little bit, but sometimes yeah. that happens. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm with it. Um, but all, I think there's two main all, characters, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but then you, Again, that, that then you're not sure exactly who you're supposed to follow. Then you know what mm-hmm. I mean. I think you're supposed to follow a dude, but then there's also this chick. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. But uh, but ultimately, I landed on the side that this was and that end panel. I That's think cool. uh, yeah. is just butt fuck gorgeous. Like I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it lands story wise the way that they want it to because of how of the structure of the panel layouts and, and the storytelling but it still landed well enough and it's and it's so beautifully rendered that you can't help but buy into it so. i'm bummed mm. that i didn't get a chance to read this uh this mm. looks the art itself is yeah. just wonderful yeah. this oh, oh jd you really would, nicely drawn yeah. like you yeah. would live in this art for a minute dog yeah Man, i like I, the you know, leblanc too the white <laughs> i mean i think that'll play um, to something and i wonder I if we'll see just, some color i i would i i i've never bemoaned black and white as a, yeah. as a style choice but there are so oh. many scene transitions and cool things they could have done with even a limited color palette like there's that scene where he gets to the door and mm-hmm. he notices blood all over it but you can't yeah. tell until he says oh there's yeah. blood everywhere right yeah especially because like, little things like that cover. You know, there is their cover is black and white with some hints of red. I, I will say I've been um the last uh, yesterday I picked this up from the shop the the Wolverine red oh yeah uh, black white and blood hmm. limited color palette and it's great. Uh, we like reviewed this, a couple like, of those on the show, right? Did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all liked it. I think we did. We did talk about one of the issues. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I even something gimmicky like this would have been a little bit easier to notice the scene transitions the for backward and forward in time the mm-hmm. he wouldn't have to have a piece of dialogue that said there's a trail of blood like you would have just seen it yeah. you know yeah I, I i think it it hurt it just as much as it it uh, made it appealing cool i, I, I have bemoaned black and white you know i just I just don't really get into black and white comics usually. Uh, uh, that, that does not bother me at all. Really? It doesn't bother yeah. me more. It usually doesn't bother me either. Yeah. Not if it's done well, because there are some black and white comic books where it's like, yo, man, just like pick up a pick up a, a marker. But um, <laughs> but if it's done well, then I can enjoy it. Uh, this oh oh I'm sorry no well, I was moving yeah here we go. Uh, Robin Monroe Jr. says this art this reminds me of the artwork in the manga My the Psychic Girl and Crying Freeman uh, yeah I've never read My the Psychic Girl but Crying Freeman I can see what you're talking about for sure okay now let's move on and they're uh, out oh, X-Men Trial of Magneto from Marvel Comics written by Leo Williams with art by Lucas Wernick dial M for Wanda 
The story that will shake Krakoa to its core for the seventh time in the past two years. A horrific murder. A shocking revelation. A trial that will divide the new mutant nation. It rhymes. Williams and Wernick bring you a new epic that threatens the reign of X and will upend the world of mutants. The truth is hidden. The danger is far from over. And the trial has begun. Um, it didn't, actually. The trial has not begun. <laughs> it did not begin. <laughs> uh, the trial of public opinion. Oh, that began. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, was, uh, I, I was reading this before the show. <laughs> and I got to like, I think I got 75% of the way through it. What'd you guys think? <laughs> what, uh, what advice did I give you, JT? I said, uh, you'll get to a lot of text. You can skip yeah. it <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of this comic. Man, I was just, I was not interested. I was bored by this. I, we're getting to this whole beginning scene where they're like going through the sleuthing of who, trying to figure out who they think did it dull <laughs> like i know it's the trial of magneto magneto like uh magneto um magento it's the trial of magento and he dresses in magenta yeah. he's misunderstood and and but even during that i'm like they're like well um she her hands were bound but it wasn't organic or you know it wasn't this it was must have been metal. I'm like, there are eight hundred thousand things that various people could use to do that, mutant or not mutant, you know. Um, yeah, the the whole time, I don't know. I just, I don't think any of us were particularly excited about. Oh, the Scarlet Witch is dead. You know, for how long? And uh, they're doing the Magneto thing. I'm more interested in what would happen if they all continued working together and continued on in that way. Um, so it feels like we didn't get much of that out of this out of this story, although I haven't been reading everything. And, Let me ask uh, you a quick question about yeah. this. You know, just that one that one point about, well, it wasn't organic, the thing that yeah. uh, bound her hands. Right. But you're dealing with mutants. Couldn't it have been someone who had telekinesis, had Telekinetic bound her powers. hands behind her back using yeah. telekinesis? Right. Uh, water abilities, yeah. ice, for instance. Yeah. Um, maybe some other kind of mutant mastery. <laughs> the list. There's so many mutants there. Plastic. Plastic Pla would also Plastico. work. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they came to the they came to the realization <laughs> in the second half that it was metal with other testing, not just that it was an organic metal. Like it was a it was a whole. To be fair, it to was be, a string right. of events. Yeah. But yes, I don't disagree with your point that it's just like the yeah. the amount of time that was spent leading us to the end of this issue was already in the title of this issue. Right. So do and it was like repetitive, better, yeah. even within that. It's like multiple groups coming to the same conclusion. Wait, in different I will ways. say, I actually really, really liked the idea <laughs> of um, all of the separate X teams overlapping each other and not and not necessarily it's not that they distrust each other it's just they also want to be the alphas so right, you've right. got x-force who is looking over x-factor x-factor is in charge of uh investigating deaths but x-force was the security during the deaths but the quiet council has to also observe and then the x-team is observing because they're the front facing so it's this it's all of this like um bureaucratic bullshit that they normally don't have to deal with that I actually mm. I found that more interesting than just the evidence 
like they're all friends and colleagues, but they're all trying to almost take the football away from each other. That part's interesting. That, I that was interesting. I like that too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, just to go back to that previous point, Wanda's hands were bound behind her back, but there's no one doing it. So it's either magic or metallic. <laughs> right. Is Option it one and two. Yeah. I mean, if someone just raised their hand and were like, well, guys, this we're in the comic book called Trial of Magneto. Clearly, we're going to think it's him. Then I would right. buy it. It's, you um, know, no. it didn't even say organic. It could have been wood, right, as far as they. There's so many That's more true. options now. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The pre, the one before, it's, it's so it's it's Wolverine oh, okay. and Dakin. And what else do you smell, son? You're missing something. There's something inorganic. Oh, right. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, but no, I, I do like what Noel was saying about the the... The, the team's sort of mm. coming to head a little bit of like, we could do it. No, fuck you. We're going to do it. No, we don't. You you guys have to watch us we, do this. We don't have to. We could do it. I don't, fine. Hang on. Can we can we go back a second? I don't think I've heard it out loud or I've been saying it different. Is it Dawkin? I never know. Or Dakin? Dakin. 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 Yeah. I thought it was Dakin. I don't know. I it's pronounced Dakin. it Magneto for like... However long oh, yeah. until I was, I was say, animated I should, series. I know? shouldn't just I shouldn't listen to you. So anyone else want to weigh in? <laughs> Who knows how it's pronounced? He also, he I deals with Dakin. Oh, I thought it was. I think I say Dakin. Dakin. That doesn't matter. Dakin. He seems like a Dakin kind of guy. You know, he's a little Dakin. exotic. I, I think out of all of them, I think it's absolutely not Dakin. Really? Dakin. Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely not Dakin. Dakin. Yeah. No, not Dakin. <laughs> like Dakin. <laughs> like, I don't think it's Dakin. Yeah, Dakin. Like, it's either not Dakin. Either Dakin or Dakin. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. He I seems like uh, Dakin. I think it's Dakin. Dakin. The like level Dakin? of oh, like disinterest Dakin. in this story <laughs> has dissolved into us arguing about the pronunciation this was- of a character <laughs> who appears in maybe four panels in the whole I, fucking book. I think this is this a book, more interesting book, part of it. This book only matters to you if you've been reading X for or X Factor yeah. for ten issues. This is essentially the eleventh issue of X Factor. They just put a different title on it. I now, did I'll like you, I was interested at the only part that I was interested in was the last two pages because part of my general disinterest of this book was that well, Scarlet Witch is dead, but because of forces within and without the comics world, I doubt she's staying dead for that long. And um, and also, I think they're probably going to try to make her a mutant again uh, now that rights are where they are. So well, I was glad to see that they. Right at the beginning, they're like, I'm dead, but I'm not dead. You know, that's like that. Um, Actually, I think, yeah, this is all just like a, a fun retcon. They she fooled air quotes, fooled Cerebro for so long. Mm-hmm. She's got a backup in it. So mm-hmm. they could resurrect her. And she's just an old version of Scarlet Witch, probably pre. Or like right post House of M. See, that's what I thought they were going to do was get rid of some of that if they wanted to. But then the way that they show her at the end and they're like, she died, but she's still around. I wonder if this will be the one that they follow. Yeah, who knows? I'll find out when I read synopsis There's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Lynn, so you must have loved it, right? This was so overwritten and boring. <laughs> oh, my God. This was so such an annoying piece of whatever. Like, the only thing that kept me in even like 
loosely engage in this is that you cannot knock the artwork. The artwork is beautiful. It's very good art, but it's art that is selling nothing. It is so (laughs) boring and overwritten and annoying and I don't care. And everybody was just waiting for one of the the wheels to fall off on one of these enemies turned into Mm -hmm. good guys on this freaking Mm -hmm. island. And we almost always figured it was either going to be Mystique or Magneto or whatever the hell B wants or to be. Or Apocalypse. Or both. Yeah. No, Apocalypse yeah. is like happy with his wife. Yeah, out, I thought it was going to be Blue Yonder. I actually liked it uh, uh, that it wasn't Apocalypse, but I figured mm. it was going to be Magneto because why the hell not? And because it's <laughs> always Magneto. Like yeah. the only good other part story-wise about this story is when his um his daughter whose name I can't remember who had this Lauren no? Lo- yeah. Yeah, yeah like calls him on his shit about you know how many dead wives and daughters mm-hmm. are you gonna throw all over this time that's the only part about it that I actually enjoyed about the about the comic other than that this was this was boring and, and I got news for you ladies and gentlemen with Jonathan Hickman now signing this deal with Substack to, to do this newsletter of bullshit that he's going to be doing this is the future of your X-Men so behold the future of your Hickmanless <laughs> X-Men as all of these other writers try to get their Hickman on with with in the world that he has set up and I am telling you Prepare for naps aplenty because this is boring. Mm. Yeah. Also, I feel like they turn on him very like quickly to a boring degree. Whoa, you know, whoa, it's just whoa, like whoa. they don't. Yeah. Do, now to that, I'm not. I, I got to take umbrage. He, All right. He he, he like all of a sudden uses um, Xavier's brain as a grape. Oh, right. He does that. They had a Uh, right turn. No, you're right. You're right about that. But the other, my point, just in the other direction, like he, he just goes right to, I'm going to crunch Cerebro on Xavier. You know? Right, right. Um, (laughs) Can I, can I interrupt this love fest of the the book? (laughs) So apparently, I don't know if anybody can figure this out technically. Um, uh, Len, if you want to give it a shot, the Spider-Man trailer just dropped like oh. ten minutes ago. What? Is there any way we can watch it live? Oh, yeah. If, if we can download it from you da- YouTube and then bring it on here, I'll, I'll do that. Oh. I'm going to drop out and do that while y'all. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, my problem with one of my problems with this book was so yeah, we're having the conversation where we're dis- we're discussing what happened um, with the the quiet council here and people were throwing shade at Magneto like here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Magneto really wants Scarlet Witch brought back. Yeah. And Emma goes, Oh, you want her brought back? Eh? Sounds like you're guilty. What? Right. The Why fu- would that be what the is case? That? <laughs> he would be like, no, let the bitch be dead. Right. He wants her to be brought back. But, oh, that means you're probably the one who's guilty. Right. Why? What are you talking about? Right. What? How does this, that follow? Not at all. Yeah. This is not cool. <laughs> I, I, I. I, I will I will uh, I will double back or uh, piggyback on on Len's assertion of the art. So this artist um, Wernick, the I will I recommend everyone to pick up Iron Fist: Heart of the Dragon by Larry Hama. He did the art for it, and it's oh, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was. It was such a fun book. 
uh, and it's out in trade now. Available at your local comic shop. One just like New Destructors Hero Complex, available or uh, located on 4327 Main Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the neighborhood of Maniunk for uh, the 19127. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, this book is a bucket of meh. Yeah, I was looking yeah. forward to it. Um, so was I. And I, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, oh Mars um, Comics says uh, they thought it would be Mr. Sinister. And I, I'd second that. I would. I could have seen Mr. Sinister for sure. You know what? I'm going to disagree again because I think Mr. Sinister is gleefully waiting for Mm. others to fuck up. To do something. Yeah, yeah. Because he's just, he's loving the fact that everything is, uh, is crappy. Uh, He's he's way too fun, I think, to be nefarious at this point. (laughs) So I opened up the Pumpkin Cider. Um, Oh, yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. uh, You had mentioned, or, um. Brian, you asked if it was pumpkin cider or apple cider with pumpkin. Uh, I have an answer for you. So it is an unfiltered blend of apples, pumpkin, and delicious chai spices. If fall were a drink, it'd be this. It would be that? Uh, Also, uh, fall is 90-something degrees now. Is it it fall yet? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? People, since we're waiting for the trailer, when people... uh, that haven't lived around here their whole lives or whatever, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it used to be cold around with the when now when it was September, <laughs> not now, but uh, when I'm in oh, that time. Cold right? now. Yeah, it used to be cold, and I was always I wore my jacket by this time, and then whatever. Mm-hmm. They oftentimes will, I feel like, not believe me. <laughs> you know, like oh no, it hasn't changed that much. I'm like, I lived it. <laughs> I was here, and it mm-hmm. was cold. And I don't know. Have you guys run into this? You know, like it's not something I've only been here. I've only been here. I've only been here for 10 years, uh, but I did live in, I lived in Florida for like 20 before that. Right. Right. Um, So when people complain about the heat and I, I, it's my own little personal told you so is kind of like, yeah, this is what it is. Nine months out of the year in Florida. (laughs) That's why I left. (laughs) This is fucking awful. Um, I, I, love I took it as more of a like colder. we cannot we cannot wrap our heads around the idea that this thing kind of thing could change. Twas uh, once cold, yeah, like it just shifted, and it didn't used to get this hot during the summers. People look at me like, oh yeah, it's it's crazy how you perceive things differently when you get older. I'm like, no, so, it was different at the time. Oh, yeah. I like it's a per- it's yeah technically it's a. Perfect gutter talk kind of. Uh, so I put in here for the gutter talk quickie topic, uh, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer leak. So it did leak last night or like a version of it leaked last night. Hmm. A real one, not like a fakie. Yeah, yeah. um, well, I figured it's going to take him a little while to get that prep. So in the meantime, uh, I have questions about Substack. Hmm. Oh, OK. W- what, what are they? What is it? Oh, you want to talk about the whole topic? Okay, so um, Substack is a uh, direct newsletter service. um, Okay, um, my first question is, why is this important? Why are we talking about this? And then tell me what it is. um, They are making aggressive moves into the comic book space. Yes. They want to be a purveyor and or source of original comic books, graphic novels, mm-hmm. um, sequential storytelling. Oh. They are doing it in a very aggressive financial way, almost like a, um, they're doing it like venture capitalists would do it 
where they are hey. just investing millions of dollars into um, grants and exclusive deals with the biggest names in the industry to exclusively create things for their um, platform. Including household name James Tyne in the fourth. Friendly neighborhood at James Tyne in the fourth. Uh, Scott Snyder, Jonathan Hickman, Molly Ostertag, Chip Zdarsky, um, Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman, um, Saladin Ahmed, wow. a bunch of others. Nick, oh, uh, Nick Spencer. I was about to say, yeah, Spencer? did you mention the guy who's actually rounding all of yeah, these guys? Right. Nick, Nick Spencer was the first. Yeah, Nick Spencer. They, they uh, back in March, quietly, not so quietly, but quietly, um, got Nick Spencer to become a partner in their reaching out and creating this kind of comic division. So he's essentially been the one kind of headhunting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All of the all of these creators to come and do stuff exclusively for Substack. So, and it seems like a like a, a deal that's too good to be true. They're essentially given money, no strings attached. Here is a grant to start your business as a content creator, and you share it through here. There are no, there's no um, property stipulations. There's no NDAs. There's no, like everything you create is yours. We just want you to do it here also. They can go two weeks later and print it if they want to, but it just, it exclusively is for the direct people. And and somebody had asked too about like how it works. So you have a creator you like and you pay them. You have, a, it's like a monthly or an annual fee seven bucks a month to directly to James Tinian and you get all of whatever he's going to um, produce his newsletter, his behind the scenes process stuff. And there's no rules as to what they could do. So like Scott Snyder, who has a, he already has a dark horse deal through comiXology and stuff. He's like, I'm with my Substack. I'm not giving, I'll give you like behind the scenes stuff, but there's going to be no comics because I'm doing it over here. However, He's doing a monthly writing workshop. So you pay $7 a month and you literally go to writing like comic book writing classes hosted by Scott Snyder. So like they're all doing things with their sub stack and there's no real, yeah, you pay for a newsletter. You pay for like, um, so if you're interested in just kind of knowing what they're doing, you can do the free version of their newsletter. So like I still get the the Jonathan Hickman uh, newsletter, the the Donny Cates newsletter, but it's it's like the half of an announcement and the other half is an advertisement of all the shit behind the paywall. And but it's also not. I mean, some of them are comics, right? They're not. Yeah, like just newsletters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like they don't have they don't have like a backlog of comics to share every week though. Like, yeah, well, it's digital. Yeah, yeah. I figured like one a month. <laughs> that's nice to see. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Do, do you do um, fast. Uh, I don't think I am uh, a big enough name for them to give a grant to, but thank you. Johnny so what, is pretty long. What makes, this, <laughs> what makes this weird is it's unprecedented for the most part, right? Um, but it's not, it's unprecedented in comics. It's not unprecedented in other media or other startups. Hmm. And in all of those, it's been predatory and mostly damaging. You know, like when venture capitalists come into the television space and create these startups that just like valuate really high and then just like 
blowout money. Like they're they're usually flashes in the pan. So so it it might be it might be long term damaging, short term nifty. You know, like it's just um it's gonna yeah. be really, really interesting to see. It feels like cross gen to me. Um uh, and only but, I mean in the way that someone came along with too much money to spend, spent it all and then it was like whoops. Yeah, but but had big ideas, like had great ideas. he had great ideas. Cross Gen was basically trying to, even though he didn't put it in these terms, but he was trying to kind of like recreate the um, Marvel bullpen. bullpen of the '60s, where everybody. Yeah. But the the difference was is that everybody that were, were Cross Gen was an employee, so you had health benefits, you had you know, like yeah, money. That's right. You know what I mean? And that was the difference. I, I remember like the biggest news about CrossGen is that George per- Perez had signed with them because he really needed at that time to really have like a dedicated health um, health plan. But CrossGen, because Mark Alisi, I believe, who, who was the guy who started it, was such a huge um, comic book fan that at the time that Perez signed that deal was also the time when um, Marvel and DC were finally getting together to do JLA Avenger. Uh-huh. So Mark had it written into his contract, into George's right. contract, like, yo, y'all got a year to get yeah, we talk- together. <laughs> we so- talked about this when we reviewed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like hired elsewhere and it was like, no, fuck it. This is happening now. I'm going to go. And it was good. Yeah. No, I... I I don't want to be I don't want to sound like too get off my lawn about it, but this does sound too good to be true, and it just sounds like a cash grab at the audience. I don't blame the creators; they're literally getting paid. They're getting prepaid yeah. for the first time in their lives, right? Now I'm not mad at these That's creators. Awesome, yeah. But it creates this sales model where I have to instead of buy a book, I have to like monthly contribute a uh, like a a monthly fee to not get more. I don't know. It's it, it, like, if I, if I follow five creators, that's like 50 bucks a month and I might get three or four books out of it. It would be ever. different if you were mailing me an issue. Some of them are, but only at certain tiers. So it's wow. usually like $7 a month and then you might get something physical. Mostly it's not. Um, but if you do the annual 75 or $80 a year, then it's, you'll get the four, print editions if you do 250 dollars a year you get a bunch of things in print and sketches and blah 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 so it it really does act like a patreon except it's got the newsletter model dude you just stole the word right out of my mouth like this is patreon this is kind of yeah but i think there's also a model which i think is conceptually cool that the (laughs) if it's done on the up and up the Substack gets a large amount of the profits for the first year, and then ap- and, but the creators get paid. But then after that, most of the most of the money from these yeah. things. Goes so to the another wrinkle, which I, I don't know if it was in any of the articles I shared with you guys, was Substack currently has a pretty terrible rap for how their platforms used. So a lot of the very problematic people that have been kicked off of other social media found a home, a welcome home at Substack, and they have mm. paid for newsletters that their followers just purchased, right? Really I mean, shitty people. Hang on, hang on, hang on, oh, hang on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is not it is not the fault of the uh, uh, of the the 
platform. I'm not going to get into a conversation like that. It's just they have a pretty bad rap for not having the same kinds of standards and practices that other larger information sharing platforms have. Right. Right. News and otherwise. Right. But so some of the creators who recognize that platform and a lot of it is transphobic stuff are donating all of the proceeds of their subscribers directly to fundraisers or, or charities for that. So like, I think it's Chip Zdarsky and Molly Ostertag um, because as far as they're concerned, they're paid for the year. They got a grant. Everything they create is paid for. So everybody that's subscribed, it goes directly to, um, yeah, stuff, good stuff. So it's just interesting. It's a wrinkle. Mm. Uh, I, um, I looked for Donnie Cates and what came mm-hmm. up was KLC press and kids um, love chains. That's oh, what yeah. it is. Kids <laughs> love chains. What a weird fuck. Anyway. Um, and so you can click on to subscribe and that takes you to choose a subscription plan. Annual is $80 a year. Monthly is $8 a month or the goat greatest of all time. Annual subscription to $300 a year. What is- uh, so annual. No, let's see. Let's start with monthly or none. Uh, okay, with none, with no money, you get an occasional newsletter to your inbox with news and recaps yeah. of all the hijinks. Uh, right. Monthly, you get that plus uh, Monday to Friday newsletter, for the most part, unless we sleep in, podcasts, live streams, hangouts, chats, rants, and more. And you get comics, Vanish, the one you feed, and Flood digital comics, mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes creations through the final product. And then annual subscribers get super exclusive physical comics shipped to you monthly, digital only. Uh, if you do the GOAT $300 pres- subscription, you also get tons more super exclusive physical comics shipped direct to you. So please, $300, you are going to get physical copies of what you have already gotten digitally. Like, don't fall for yeah. the okie doke people. Get out. Yeah, 25 bucks yeah, a month. So, so a, a, bunch of, a bunch of people have already said... Um, so my first immediate concern is like, so what does that mean for small comic shops in the direct market? Cause it's, it's always a house of cards. Um, nope. So a lot of them have already said there is no stipulation on when and where they can print things. So I think um, Tinian and Kate's have already said like, no, this shit's going to be in print. It's okay. Huh. It's just going to premiere here first right. and the users will get exclusive versions of it and blah, blah, blah. But it's it's going to eventually, whether that's two years from now, one year from now, three years from now, and a hardcover, it doesn't matter. But it is going to all eventually kind of be in print. Yeah, it's just how paying for the premium of doing it now or waiting till it's collected. And so far, with almost all of these, and some of these creators are my favorite fucking creators. Yeah. So far, with all of them, I have not signed up for any, and I'm just okay with waiting. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily trust the model yet. You know, like it's like, I mean, it's like OnlyFans for comic creators. Like I, I pay you $7 a month and sometimes I get some cool stuff. Sometimes I don't. I don't know. Like it's yeah. not, I, I'm, I'm not down so far. Ditto. Same. Are, 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 are you still thinking about my analogy? It what? looks like Len is still thinking about my analogy of OnlyFans. Only yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> Yeah, Mars, I agree with you. Mars says, well, I guess we will just have to wait and see. I want to support some of these individuals, but 
I just don't know if I can with the extra expense. That's too much. Mm -hmm. Even if you do eventually get a physical copy. Yeah, man, I ain't got three hundred dollars so, a, a year to spend on one creator. Get the fuck out of here. Right. So somebody that somebody that did start a Substack, but not a grant and paid one, was Bendis. He actually started a Substack this week also, and was just like, "Hey, just sign up for my newsletter. You'll get shit here. It's cool. Hmm. Sign up for Dark Horse." Like, that, was, that was pretty much it. Like I do think that that was kind of funny that he just like piggybacked on the ride. He yeah. was just like, "This yeah. is my newsletter now. Me it's free." Yeah. Uh, I, that's the other thing. I don't even sign up for free newsletters from creators. Yeah. Oh, I, I do. do. Sometimes they're fun. To read about. <laughs> oh no, sometimes they're great. Like I, they? I, I'm yeah. signed up for Tinian's, Jason Aaron's, um, Bendis's, Kate's. Like they just talk about like, hey. This shit's coming out soon, and this is cool. And I had a cool meeting over here. It's it's like listening to a word balloon podcast. It's just fun. It's the same. Yeah. I don't have the time to read the comic Twitter. books that they're producing that I want mm-hmm. to read. Okay. Let alone well, go look through my email to read their. Well, when I reach that point, then that'll be the first thing that drops off. Hmm. Sure enough. As of right now, it's uh, great. But hey, we have a trailer, right? This was going to be a much longer conversation. Fuck this conversation in the butt. I want to see this Spider-Man trailer. Len went and Hold downloaded on. it. Hopefully we'll be able to watch it here live with everyone. I, sh- I, I shared want- it. I need you to, you, you got to oh, upload. Oh, I'm going to do it. Here it comes. Here it comes. How do I, how, how do I do it? Hold on. I got it. I'm, I'm just clicking it. And oh, now never mind. Play. Can you make it full screen? Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is about to play, but if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, stop watching because there's some serious spoilers about to come up. But if you have Wait. seen Avengers Endgame, enjoy it. <laughs> it's the wrong one. This yes, is... Go. God damn it, Len. Oh. 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 You, Len. Oh, what? <laughs> ah. Mother... <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No, honestly. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no way home. The Substack everyone's talking about. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll tell you, this being Rickrolled uh, <laughs> is the exact uh, process for trying to watch this trailer for like the past couple yeah. of weeks. Someone will tweet about it. Oh, the trailer dropped and I'll click on it. It's some <laughs> fan made bullshit. Mm. Uh, oh, One of them got guys. me. Big, uh, oh, hey. Um, I'll tell you normally so I did watch the leaked one which normally I am not into watching or supporting like leak stuff or stuff that they don't want out there for this I was like it's a trailer and it's going to be freely available anyway whatever you know um, and so I watched it very difficult to watch <laughs> it was, I, I watched uh, the leaked one too yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, um, the real leaked one or the fake leaked one that you put into our message chat that was the real leaked one. Oh, oh the real, see, no I yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that there was a real one, and I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, it was just posted 45 minutes ago. This must be it." And you know, I let my my uh, excitement run away with me, and I posted to our chat what, in retrospect, was a clearly <laughs> fake trailer. I, I know this is a different trailer, but <laughs> like Marvel's killing it in the trailer space right now. I shared it on the channel today. So, like the other day, the Eternals final trailer is fucking awesome. Is it? I think it's fucking. Have you, you haven't had a chance to see it yet? I watched halfway through and then I just clicked off of it. So you could because, have seen it. Because <laughs> you're like, because you're like this. Sucks, because I'm going to watch right. the movie anyway, and right, right, right. Uh, I, I'm more excited for Shang Chi uh, than I am Eternals. So I'm gonna, I'm riding the Shang Chi excitement right now. Um, well, and then that was the, the next thing. The trailer that I 
sharing on our channel today. The new I, like, I watched like, all the way the through. I've watched that trailer like seven times. That's great. The music is perfect. The Kung Fu is fantastic. It's literally hits on every single nostalgia member berry I have. Like even from, from like the music sounds John Carpenter ish. The there's, there's like some Jackie Chan on scaffolding in there. There's some fucking crouching tiger in there. There's some Mm -hmm. Shaw brothers in there. There's just so goddamn. Yeah. Her team. Yeah. She's in there. I like Michelle. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Crouching Tiger, I was just thinking about that. Possibly because I just watched the Shang-Chi trailer yeah. and um, and there were some similarities. That was a great movie, you know? And there is a sequel. There's a sequel to it. Or is it a don't prequel? It's, don't bother. It's fine. Uh, oh, you mean oh the TV show? No, a, the no, the Green Blade thing. Yeah. The Crouching Tiger, Green Blade. Like it was literally, it was like direct to Netflix official sequel. It wasn't yeah. good. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, think I know I put it on when it dropped. I was really excited about it. And I watched yeah. a little bit of it and then got yeah, bored. Too, I haven't gotten to it and I've had a long time to get to it. Oh, oh. is he here? Oh. Here we go. Maybe. We go. Let's Wait. bring Len in. Where's Len? Okay. Where's Len? All right. All right. I'm back. JD, can right, you Len, go... you're not messing with us, are you? Can you go no, full no, screen got, on this? We're, we're now. J- J- JD's got a handle. You, you, don't, you don't want to see our faces respond to things? I guess we could see our faces. Yeah. This, Let me know when you want. Y'all ready? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Brian, the point of this is for yeah. our reactions. You can watch it quietly and really absorb it later. Oh, okay. we can react afterwards. <laughs> play in three, two, one. Oh, look at this. This is a good one. Some suggest that Parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females. Stop. Come on. <laughs> yes, my spider lord. <laughs> Can we just, like, stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. So, Peter... What do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Stephen. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. <laughs> you reveal my identity. My entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. <laughs> the entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So MJ's going to forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh my god, Ned. He's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt should really stop talking. <laughs> Just happened. We tampered with the stability of space-time. 
multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. The problem is you trying to live two different lives. The longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. Yo! Mm. I didn't think they were going to do it, but they did it. Which thing? Doc Ock? Yeah, Doc Ock and... Um, oh, now we're full screen. And Gobby. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. That was a fun trailer. It was a fun trailer. I liked that Doctor Strange wearing the cloak of levitation over his like regular clothes. Over his I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you? I would. I keep it around a lot. <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited. What do you What did you think, Brian? Oh, I'm into it. I was into yeah. it. I, uh, I mean, I didn't experience a lot of surprises during that. That you know, what's going to be happening and knowing that Alfred Molina is in it, all that kind of stuff, that does not decrease my excitement at all. Um, the uh, city going into that portal, that was very cool. Yeah, the the leak, so to compare the, the shitty leak that broke Brian and I did watch, a lot of the special effects towards the end were all previs in the leak, so I did not know that those were trains that That's he was cool. like creating in, in, a, in a, a funnel it was not clear that the city was collapsing on itself and pretty much mm. the mirror universe and I did not catch the the goblin no or the the, no. the pumpkin bomb no. pumpkin bomb uh, and the, the laugh wasn't it's filled there. with cider <laughs> filled with pumpkin cider it's, yeah if no, all um, was a bomb it would be also that. too guys um, we're seeing an adaptation of One More Day. Yeah, how about yeah. that? I think so, yeah. yeah. Kind of cool. Well, I'm thinking like One More Day, Civil War. No. No, I think it's One More Day. One the, More Day. Getting, having everyone forget. Yeah. I think yeah, it's but when the Spectre made everyone forget Wally West's secret guys, identity. It's One More Day and then One Moment in Time. So One More Day, mm-hmm. it's just a mix of the two without Mephisto. Yeah, yeah, it's just a mix of it. it, it it's yeah, like because it's one more day is making everyone eight. forget, and then one moment in time is when he gets Doctor Strange to help with magic to make it just mm. the blah blah blah. Do you think yeah. they'll stay forget forgetting it though? I yeah. wonder if, if you think he'll be he'll have a secret identity by the end of it. Yes. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I do. Yeah, the MCU doesn't do that very much. I don't secret think. Identities? Listen. Yeah. Uh, the whole. The whole impetus for this movie is the repercussions for trying to put that genie back in the bottle. So I don't think at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I think we're going to learn a lesson of like, we're just going to have to deal with things as they are instead mm-hmm. of trying to tamper with them too much and therefore creating a giant crisis. Uh, I think by the end of the day at this movie, we're going to have him still, everyone's going to know who he is. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't you think? Just just the way well, storytelling works. No, I think you'll like... 
I think that as far as that universe, that Sony Spider-Man universe, that Sony quasi Marvel, you know, and by extension, Disney universe, Spider-Man will go back to having relatively a secret identity. Will he okay. figure out a way for MJ and maybe Aunt May or whatever to know? Yeah. Yes. I. But I think for the most part, the world will forget what this will do, though, is as they've already kind of told us be their introduction into this multi the multiverse of marvel and then you will see on like earth 618 or some shit like that everyone still knows that he's peter parker or something like that and that will be uh addressed further in Doctor Strange, the world on Multiverse Hawaii, whatever the name of the That is the title of it. What's, what's, multiverse funny, <laughs> what's funny about this, though, is that the joke, literally the entire joke of Far From Home was that Quentin Beck faked that he is from the multiverse. Yeah. And now Peter fucks it up like Peter does and <laughs> creates a multiversal event because he's, you know, I, I yeah. wonder Hard about luck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder about Doc Ock saying hello, Peter, right now. We don't know that he is looking at Tom Holland's Peter Parker, but it certainly seems that way in the trailer. So why does he recognize him as Peter Parker? I wonder if it is the Doc Ock from the Sam Raimi universe or if it is a Doc Ock from a similar I, universe. Or she's just thinking Spider-Man and figures that no, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Could be. Yeah. yeah. And he might know that he's in another reality. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, we don't know where that where that's placed. But yeah, the idea, yeah. I, it stands to reason. So I know, like, all the rumors are that, like, everybody's back and, oh, my God, who? Uh, it stands yeah. to reason, though, that if they were going to cast said actor it is explicitly for the 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 association the audience has with said actor in that role so there's no reason to believe that it's like anything else and then him i don't know he might know that he's in a different universe he probably does uh and it's just really smart pretty smart spider-man is yeah spider-man is peter parker well well, um but i don't think that they would stop it i mean they're not going to stop it Doc Ock, guys. I think they've already announced that Willem Dafoe was... Is, well, yeah, I mean, we saw the pumpkin bombs and we heard his laugh. I, yeah. eh, I'm, I mean, I never, never, never assume until it's done. But yeah, I doubt they're going to stop. Like, it's not going to be Doc Ock again. It's going to be... Right. We're going to have like a six, right? I mean, it's certainly a also... Multiversal like, Sinister Six? Oh, maybe. Right, at oh, the yeah. end of the first movie, we had Scorpion and uh, the Vulture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I mean, I also think we're getting other Spider-Man, Anthony, uh, I, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire, so, possibly. Yeah. We'll see. And Topher Grace's Venom, hopefully. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, also. Uh, mm, uh, I want it. I want it. <laughs> also, you remember, um, I wonder if the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man will be the only hero in his universe um, or if there'll be other heroes. However, right. they did mention Doctor Strange. If you guys recall, in the first, yep. no, second Spider-Man movie, Jameson mentions, yeah, he's like, we could call Doc Ock, Doc Ock, we could call him Doctor Strange. Oh no, that's already oh, taken. taken. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, I mean, but he could be also just he is Spider-Man from a world where there is only Spider-Man. Well, there's a lot of different things. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it looks fun. I like, um, I like the trailer well enough. 
I thought it was fun. I didn't think it is uh-huh. as fun as the other the other two Spider-Man movies, and I thought it was fun. Well, it's I'm much not- shorter than I- the other movies. You know, it's only, it's only two and a half minutes long. <laughs> you make a great point, Brian. Have a nap. <laughs> Please go to sleep. I don't need to nap after excellent points. They don't exhaust me that much. Well, actually, I knew I knew what I knew what Len meant, but I also I mean, it's also a teaser, not a full trailer, right? Yeah. I how much you want to bet that this is only like the first act? Yeah. Or or the first half hour of the movie. Oh, which no. they've been doing. No, no, no. This, they, this comes from all over the movie. I guarantee this. Uh, comes from all over the movie. I, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if like that. You Doc think Doc shows up in the first act? I think he shows up in the first, like, definitely the first 40 minutes or so. Maybe like middle of the second act. I, yeah. I don't think they've showed us more, less, like more than half. Of oh, the movie. no, I agree with that. But I mean, I don't, like I said, I'm going to see it. I, I, I like Tom Holland. I like his. Obviously. Man. I like that universe that they've created. It looks like not not obviously because I haven't watched them all. But um, um, no, no, I have. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not you, B. I've seen all of the movies. Um, I have now. At this, it point. just it it just didn't get me as super revved up for it as as, as I was. And and to be fair, I really wasn't expecting to be that revved up. Yeah, primarily because. Um, as much as I do like Tom Holland and everything, I knew that this was going to lean heavy, heavy on Doctor Strange, and I like Benedict Cumber Cumberbatch the actor, and I don't mind his portrayal as, of Doctor Strange, but it just doesn't hit me. You know what I don't like about his Doctor Strange, uh, and maybe there's a magical reason within the movie. Whatever, his hair always looks slick. Yeah. And just, just like he always looks like he's got a wig on, mm-hmm. just like it doesn't just look let it be loose. Organic. Like in that scene, he was like, "There's no roof and there's fucking snow, and he's in a parka. He doesn't have to have pomade, right? Just like let him relax. Man cares about his looks hmm. too much. I think it would be cool if they were like very egotistical. Know, magically kind of. He is very yeah. egotistical. Yes, yeah, you know. So like that, that I do appreciate too, because he's like, I won't do the spell. Nah, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, he's absolutely, that is absolutely in character. I like, uh, that reminds me of the line from, what was it? Um, not Endgame, but the uh, one right before Endgame. Infinity War? Infinity War, where they're at Doctor Strange's, um, you know, the Sanctum Santorum. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he goes, are you, are you moving your hair right now? <laughs> to Doctor Strange, <laughs> Tony, because because like the 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 giant spaceship has is uh, uh, yeah. so creating oh yeah <laughs> movement oh, and his yeah. hair is moving. He's like, are you moving your hair right now? <laughs> <laughs> My wife just texted me because she just watched it. Um, nice. I'm angry at Doctor Strange for being so careless. What the fuck? Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of in character. He's very egotistical. Yeah, he thinks he can do whatever. And Peter, you know, seemed to be. A big part of screwing up that spell. Yeah, true story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve Fees uh, commented, reading the Reddit takes on it. People are pointing out that there are glimpses of Sandman, Electro, and Lizard. Did anyone else catch that? I don't uh, even remember lightning. seeing any electric lights. There was a bunch of crazy yeah. lightning bolts. Yeah, I'm sure if we slow mo this, like, oh, I will. What Mojo <laughs> will in a process of doing right now? There, I was gonna say, there's, there are. There are YouTubers who are 
fucking having a ball right now, yeah. frame by frame, yeah. pulling out Easter eggs and and reverse engineering the entire plot. Hmm. And I'm going to watch them all. It's great. Hmm. It's going to be fine. I'm, I'm not going to watch a one of them. <laughs> same, same, same here. No, yeah. uh, feel free to yes. uh, transcribe the important parts to us later. I mean, not all of them, just some of them that I find entertaining. I will oh. uh, click on an article that has some stills of it, though, if I see one of those. Ah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, it is 11 o'clock. Oh, I still have to do my orders before midnight in order to get Ooh. my FOC in time. And this um, has been a show. This was awesome. This was so yeah. great, you guys. I really liked our new time slot. Join Ooh. us next Monday at 9 p.m. where we will talk about the week's comic books as well as some other pop culture hoopla. Um that's let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was great hanging out with y'alls. Um, one and done. I'm not watching another frame until the movie says Kevin down in the chat. Me neither, right. Kevin. Uh, I'm right with you, brother. You're not going to rewatch the trailer, Lynn. You I'm going to rewatch this trailer. I don't need. Yeah, to. I was going to say as soon as I'm off with you guys, I'm going to rewatch the trailer. <laughs> uh, Kevin says, "Great show. Thanks, everybody. We love you, and we will talk at you later." <laughs> <laughs>